Welcome to the inaugural episode of The Business of Freelancing. On today's episode, you'll meet the panelists and hear about our backgrounds and expertise. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we want to introduce you to the show and the panelists and give you an idea of what to expect over the coming weeks and months as you uh, continue listening. We have Meg Cumbie. Hello. Eric. Hi there. Jeremy. Hey, everyone. Ruben. Hello. And Marg. Hi. And I'm Kai Davis. To kick things off, Ruben, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what led you to uh, working as a freelancer and consultant. Sure. So I'm Reuven Lerner. I live in Israel in a city halfway between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv called Modi'in. But I was born and raised in the U.S. And I got to Israel in 1995. And basically when I arrived, I started freelancing. I started my own little consulting company, starting off with web development. I have a degree in computer science, and that sort of led to me doing some web, web development back in the early 90s. Um, and then when I came to Israel, I started doing that as a freelancer. And that one thing led to another, and then I had a whole bunch of people working for me, about six people working for me. And then we had this little thing called the dot-com implosion of 2000, and I had to lay them all off. Um, and so I've been freelancing for about 25 years now, and I have learned all sorts of lessons along the way. And nowadays, after many twists and turns and so forth, I now mostly actually do training, corporate training in the Python language and in data science. So most days I'm in a different city, different country, different company, teaching one of 10 or so different courses. And I also have a growing number of courses that I teach online, uh, both email-based and video courses. I've got a book that as of this recording should be coming out very soon. I enjoy talking to people about training, about uh, sort of how to explain technology in terms people can understand about marketing online, about running mailing lists. I will say I do this podcast for very selfish reasons, which is I enjoy getting advice from the other people on this panel. And so, and so basically, uh, the people listening to this and I are in it for the same reason. And I hope that you, uh, our listeners out there, will write in with questions so that I can take advantage of the answers. Well, excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Reuven. Uh, Jeremy, how about yourself? Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Jeremy Green. Uh, I live in Norman, Oklahoma. I am a software developer and consultant, and also run a few SASs of my own. I got started programming when I was in college. I uh, got a degree in computer engineering, and at the same time, I uh, worked for a small local independent math book publishing company, uh, Saxon Publishers, if any of you have ever heard of that. And that was where I kind of really got into business-focused uh, computing. After that, a buddy of mine and I started a web development and design company that we ran here locally for about 10 years. Um, and then we shut that down and I've been an independent operator ever since uh, doing a mix of consulting and contracting, you know, some freelance app development, some consulting on cloud architecture and scaling and that sort of thing. And then, like I mentioned, I run a few um, software services of my own. And like Reuben, I am mainly here to be able to talk to all these other panelists and get fresh you know, input and ideas on what other people are doing, just because it's, I learn a lot from listening to other people and just seeing how they approach problems and 
sometimes getting a peek at problems that I want to try to avoid. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Mark, tell the uh, listeners and us about you. Yes, my name's uh, Margaret Raffel. You can call me Mark. I'm from Toronto, Canada. So I grew up just outside the city, but I live downtown Toronto now. So there's uh, often a lot of sirens going by when I'm, when I'm trying to get some work done. But uh, so I'm a web developer. Um, I started developing about 10 years ago. I actually went to school for uh, human physiology. So I took a bit of a detour after that. So I got my master's in physiology. And after that, I started working on research, working on some shows. And it was one show that I was on. It was actually a cooking show. I was doing some research for the nutritional guidelines and for production. And they asked me to do just some quick fixes to the website. And as soon as I started doing quick fixes to the website, I realized how much I loved just implementing something and seeing an immediate response. If you guys have ever been in research and those kind of fields, it's really hard to see responses to the things that you're working on. So it was so satisfying being able to see that sort of immediate response. So I was immediately addicted, uh, started diving in headfirst to the University of Google and University of YouTube to uh, try to put, put together as many, as many sites as I could. And I eventually started making sites for my clients started making sites for myself and I started teaching web development at local college as well too which really helped me keep on top of sort of a new and emerging trends which has been great and in uh, 2016 I decided to incorporate because my next big dreams were like I'm gonna build an agency I'm gonna build a big business uh Luckily, it was great at first. <laughs> it was great at first, but then once you hit that seven or eight people, you realize, oh, now my job is managing people, which I now realize I don't love. Um, so I started to sort of lose my love for, for it because it was my job became as a, like a fireman instead of uh, instead of a developer who's just putting out fires. So we scaled back. Uh, now I run a small boutique agency with about three developers. So we keep our teams small. We work on really uh, some really great projects that we can sort of dive into and we become almost an extension of the client's team, which we also really love as well. The other thing is too, I also am a uh, novice van lifer. So I recently purchased about a year ago, a uh, 2013 Mercedes Sprinter that I'm in the process of totally rebuilding. So it's taking longer than I thought it was going to be, but trying to document the journey and take everyone on uh, the journey of basically if, since you're able to work from anywhere in this business, uh, we're going to try to push that to the max. going to pack up my cat and uh, drive across North America. So uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, we might see you guys on the road too. Hell yeah. And uh, Meg, how about yourself? Yeah, Meg Comby, uh, fellow Canadian, <laughs> uh, with uh, Mark and I are holding Canada's uh, representation down here. Uh, I'm in Fredericton, New Brunswick, and uh, which is very small, small, small city. I mean, if we're talking about when I first started freelancing, it was probably as a journalist, because uh, I took a journalism degree. But once I got out of uh, university, I pretty quickly moved to government communications. And my big tragic <laughs> event was getting uh, laid off uh, by the government with some cutbacks, um, which got started me in freelancing. Um, and I had a just a, a hell of a time the first time. I didn't make it work really the first time. And I went back to government after, after uh, I want to say, what, nine months. 
But then after like a little short time, I was like, no, no, I like the fresh air of not being in government. So I was like, look, we'll give this one more shot and actually like working, working with people that I'd uh, sort of made some connections with. So I started with like sort of doing some generalist communications work as a, as a freelancer. And after a few years of that, some, a lot of subcontracting with a couple of bigger clients, doing some really interesting work and building some skills, doing that with like a business consultancy and local government. But uh, I really kind of got tar- turned on to this idea that I came up with uh, by just talking with people about possibly doing testimonials for consultants and coaches uh, as a service. And so over about three years, I grew one idea for a service into my entire focus. So now I do testimonials and case studies. I help consultants and coaches and a few other types of people, uh, sometimes uh, mostly those types of people that get client case studies and um, testimonials with as little awkwardness to no awkwardness as possible. <laughs> Excellent. Eric, how about you? Uh, my name is Eric Dietrich. I live, theoretically, we have a house in, in a very small town in Michigan, but my wife and I are digital nomads, so when we're not in the middle of a global pandemic, usually we're spending half the year or more uh, traveling around to different places. So my location can be a little hard to pin down, as I guess in retrospect can my career. Um, I currently own a digital marketing agency, and I'm going to try to like give the abbreviated version of how I came to go from a computer science degree to doing that. So I went and got a computer science degree, and the first 10 years or so of my career were fairly predictable corporate software engineering. So working software engineering jobs and kind of climbing that ladder to uh, architect, dev manager, that sort of thing. My last salary job, I guess about seven years ago now, was as a CIO. And I kind of came to the conclusion at that point in time that no matter how high I got up in the org chart, I still didn't necessarily like not working for myself. And uh, during that same time, I got a graduate degree. And after that finished, I had some spare time. So I started moonlighting. And I really started to enjoy that, having my own clients, doing things my own way. So, you know, nights and weekends, I was doing that for a number of years. I started to do training videos for Pluralsight.com. And all of that kind of whet my appetite for having my own business. So being fed up with some of the trappings of the corporate world, I said goodbye, hung out my shingle. So from there, it was kind of opportunistically um, a lot of freelance app dev work, um, some freelance training work, and then um, consulting, subcontracting. And over the course of time, I developed this practice that was more and more niche and focused around uh, static code analysis, so helping executives make like data-driven decisions about code bases. None of that lends itself to what I'm doing now, which is the marketing. Um, basically, what happened was for a lot of years, I would blog as a hobby. And over the course of time, these developer tools companies would reach out and say, hey, if we paid you, would you write for our, um, our blog? And after enough of those, I started to think, hey, maybe there's a business to be had here. And the timing was really good because um, I was tired of commuter travel. I was doing like management consulting. So I'd spent like four years doing 100% travel. And um, we wanted to go and do the digital nomad thing instead. So stopped doing all the rest of that, dove fully into this digital content marketing agency. And that's what I do now. It's been about three years of that. And it isn't completely divorced from the software world because our business uh, targets developer tool companies and we leverage uh, subject matter experts like software engineers to do the writing. Uh, So I guess I've seen the freelance and the business world from a whole variety of different angles now. And it's just kind of fun for me to look back and and to do these podcasts to learn from other people and to talk about, you know, I guess that body of experience. So always a good time to chat about these topics. 
Excellent. And uh, I'm Kai Davis. A friend once remarked, I was cursed with a love of entrepreneurship at a young age. And that's absolutely heckin' true. I got started with uh, business things online, e-commerce on eBay when I was 15 or so, slinging Magic the Gathering cards, which is a super nerdy and super fun origin story. And that sort of got me interested in, hey, you could make money online. Let's learn a little more about this. And proceeded forward to uh, get an economics degree after I decided, you know, the business program at the U of O just is not my thing. From there, I just kept getting more and more interested in marketing. How does online commerce work? How do we pitch, persuade, help educate somebody about a pain or a solution we have? And that's just led me on a very, very interesting and exciting road, building new businesses, testing new service offerings, testing informational products, and just building up experience as it uh, uh, turns into becoming a digital marketer or an internet marketer. Right now, my primary focus is helping freelancers and indie consultants get more leads for their business. And I write a daily letter on marketing and uh, lead generation at kydavis.com. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. These are wonderful folks that I love hanging out with and doing fun internet and real life projects with. And uh, yeah, honestly, like other people have said, the value for me is having these cool conversations that they happen to get posted as podcast episodes completely to the side and a nice side benefit. But excited to be here. And uh, let's share our picks for this inaugural episode. My pick of the week, uh, Yoga Glow, G-L-O.com. Oh my God, I could rant about this for easily 45 minutes. It, uh, it basically is everything you ever wanted in terms of a yoga practice in the palm of your hand on your phone. It's like 19 bucks a month and it's let me start building a regular yoga practice and just, you know, stretch out hunchback uh, computer neck or just help me stretch my body out after I spent a little too much time staring at the phone. But 19 bucks a month, a huge library of hundreds of different yoga lessons from like 10 minutes to 60 minutes with or without props in different styles. It, it truly is making a huge difference in how my body feels. So if you're a freelancer listening to this and you say, man, after another 14 hour session in the chair, my back, you know, it's a little creaky. Go to glow.com, G-L-O.com and sign up today. Your friend Kai tells you, you should love it. <laughs> But wait, there's more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ruben, how about you? Uh, so my pick for this week is Clean Shot. So I've been using a Mac for a number of years. I've been doing screenshots for a while, and the Mac comes with a built-in screenshot maker. And when I heard a few months ago that there was this third-party tool that you could buy, I thought to myself, okay, who's going to buy a uh, – so they do screenshots. And I did, and I was delighted, and they recently came out with a new version, and now I am over the moon with it. CleanShot, like, you wouldn't expect that you get a lot from something that does screenshots, but I found myself just in the last two, three days before recording this, I think twice or three times a day, using it to record an animated GIF, upload it to a forum, let people see exactly what they should be clicking on. Um, it really has made something uh, that was a rarity in my work, uh, now a pretty casual thing that I do. So I definitely recommend people with Macs, People who want to communicate with other people, clean shots great. Oh, I'll strongly echo Ruben's recommendation. I've been on the third-party uh, screenshot app on Mac bandwagon for a while, but I just switched to CleanShot last week, and it's blowing my mind. Really, really a great piece of software. Jeremy, how about you? So I don't really have any software or anything to recommend this week, so I'm going to pick an EP that my band released uh, at the end of last year. Uh, the band is called Layer Cake, and the EP is titled Guestimate Jones. Uh, you can find us at our website, layercake.band, or you should be able to find it on any streaming services that you uh, look for. It's kind of bluesy, kind of funky blues type stuff. 
drums, bass, guitar, piano, uh, if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Meg, how about you? I'm going to go with, uh, for my pick this week, I think I'll go with um, Atomic Habits by uh, James Clear. It's a book by James Clear, and I'm sure, I think it's probably getting quite well known now, you know, uh, but uh, if you haven't read it yet, it's possibly the best book on habits I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I listened to it on um, the audiobook version, which was really well. Sometimes the, the author reading uh, doesn't doesn't work, but he reads it uh, quite well. And uh, boy, yeah, just really breaks it down simply. Well researched book, but like in a really simple way about how to establish habits, how to make them easy, how to make it, um, yeah, to remove friction from it, how to make it rewarding. It really breaks it down uh, and it, into concepts that you can recall back and and make things easier to establish both establish habits and also break habits. So um, yeah, I'd highly recommend that book. Eric, how about you? I think I'm going to go this week with um, my business's payroll provider, which is, I think it's pronounced Gusto, G-U-S-T-O dot com. For anyone that's in the U.S., if you have to run payrolls, it's a really good, like, done-for-you service that takes care of the federal, the state taxes. It really makes it worry-free. But the thing that is, I think made it so above and beyond for me is that over the last I don't know, month at the time of recording with all of the stuff going on in the U.S., uh, with the CARES Act, the Paycheck Protection Program, all these federal programs that are being rolled out, the information that they're providing, the reports, uh, the way that they're supporting you as, as a business that runs payrolls is just amazing. It, they're giving you these great breakdowns of what all of this means for your business based on um, you know your revenues, your payroll, et cetera. It's just amazing how they're taking something that complex and really making it so you don't have to do any research. It's just kind of there for you. So a hearty endorsement of that platform, uh, gusto.com. And Mark, what's your pick for the week? Yeah, my pick this week is going to be a book as well. Uh, for a book, I would recommend Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. I recently redid my website, and I find that when it comes to other people I'm usually good at picking up on their messaging, but it's so hard to do your own messaging a lot of the time. And when, especially when you're doing your site or redoing a service, messaging and clarity is so key. And that book has helped me immensely. Like Meg was saying too, I do love audiobooks and I love them, especially when the author reads the audiobook. It makes a huge difference to me. There's a different energy in it. So it is read by Donald Miller. He's a great speaker. Uh, you can look him up as well, but I use that as a workbook. I feel my site's gotten so much more clear. So if you're going to read anything before you redo a site or a service and you haven't read Building a Story Brand, highly recommend it. So now that you've heard a bit about who we are and uh, the business of freelancing, why should you uh, tune in weekly and listen to us share our opinions and perspective? Well, because we're all freelancers, we're all indie consultants, we've had the ups and the downs when it comes to building and growing a business, and we're excited to share a few our perspectives, our insights, and our conversations with interesting guests who will help you run a better business as a freelancer. Make sure you subscribe in your uh, feed reader or podcast app of choice. Thank you, dear listener, and uh, we're excited to have you along on the ride.